Welcome to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Marvelous Monday, February 18th. <laughs> We're just going to alliterate every day, aren't That's we? That's right. Terrific Plain Tuesday. Friday, terrific Tuesday. Marvelous just wait till Monday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alliteration Andy. What can you oh, say? Oh, man. It is Monday <sighs> and uh, two really, really neat events uh, coming up in the near future, um, both at high schools. I know. Across, Shout out to those high schools around the country too. Yeah, yeah. Or you getting know. our getting our Texas people in on the Texas in on the fun and Concordia, Missouri. Yeah, traveling all over. Which and apparently you find uh, St. Paul grads wherever you go. This That's is what I've so heard. true. Yeah. Uh, a couple here in the building. Um, yeah, and parents. My of, husband. <laughs> and parents of uh, of St. Paul students here mm-hmm. in the building too. Yeah. Thank you to uh, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour as well. CUW.edu is the website to find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin, and uh, how they can help you live uncommon. Do you like singing? Uh, yeah. I, see, I knew you did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to ask? Me too. And <laughs> when, did, when did you start singing? Oh, man. Um, preschool? Baby? I don't know. In the womb? <laughs> When did you start singing in choirs? Um, uh, first or second grade, it's or kindergarten? Here. Might have been preschool. At Lutheran school, you just uh, kind of that's just a thing. I went to public school. We, um, had, we had choirs in in elementary school. I think uh, I was in um, choirs primarily starting around like first or second grade. Choirleers. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends so. on what you count as a choir. Well, <laughs> our, our our grades sang together, if that counts. Hey, Organized should, choir might have been a little talk later. To the expert and define that. <laughs> Joining us by phone this morning, Dr. Jarity Baker Marsh. She's director of music at St. Paul Lutheran High School in Concordia, Missouri. Dr. Marsh, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for asking. Tell us uh, about, uh, well, okay, before we get into stories, <laughs> what makes a choir? What, what defines a choir? Big question. Well, I think a choir is a group of people who comes together um, to sing and have kind of a single focus on making something really beautiful and um, maybe more than what we would just singing together in corporate worship or uh, together as a class or after a sporting event or something like that. We come together to hone uh, very specific music skills and to create something a little bit more special and, and beautiful. So share with us a story of how how a choir, choral singing, has made a, a significant difference, either, either in your life or in the life of a student. Um, how has, has choral music made a difference? Well, wow, I have so many stories. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I um, can think of several. Uh, I think there are just such incredible benefits to singing in a choir. A choir is something that people can join um, for so many different purposes, and so they take those purposes um, that they've discovered uh, there, and then they can go out into life. I had a, a, a student in one of my children's choirs when I was living in Germany that she was a missionary kid, and um, and she was about she was about 12 or 13 and she moved back to the U.S. unexpectedly and um, when she went through confirmation several years after that her mother sent me the video of her confirmation statement and she had commented in that that um, when she was singing in my choir in Germany she said Dr. Marsh told me to always just keep singing because I can hang on to my faith with the with the songs that we're singing and I can find new friends and 
um, that really shaped her life, those experiences that she had. Um, it really warmed my heart because it was important for me to hear later that, you know, when she stepped into a country where she didn't know anybody and had never lived before, uh, those experiences and memories that she had from singing in a choir together really helped her find uh, the, the encouragement and, and uh, other, other things in her life that helped her, um, you know, make that adjustment. So for, you know, a 12 or 13-year-old girl, that's, that's pretty big. Um, but in other cases, I had a, a woman who was a complete atheist join my choir in Frankfurt as well, and she was concerned because it was a church choir. She said, I'm not a believer. Is it okay if I join? And I said, absolutely. You can come and, and sing with us. And over the course of about two years, she sang with us, and she started coming, and you know, I assured her we only sing sacred music. She said, oh, that's fine, that's fine. And over the course of going on retreats and coming to different services and just the experience of always praying before rehearsals. Um, about two years after that, she came to me and she said, you know, I've been doing this and, and I think I want to be baptized. And my heart just burst open with joy. And I said, well, we need to talk to the pastor. So we talked to him and, and they went through some more discussions and then, um, of course, it was a huge celebration. The choir absolutely sang at her baptism service, and she is to this day at a very active member of this congregation where I worked. And um, stories like that just remind me of how music brings people together. If there hadn't been a choir, she probably would have never set foot through the doors because there wasn't any other reason for her as an atheist uh, to come to the church. And I really don't know how she discovered the church to this day, but God knew you know, what what he had in mind uh, for her. So that's a really exciting story for me that I that I love to share about the power of music and the power of the words uh, in, in that setting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks be to God for that. That is an, inc- mm-hmm. that's an incredible that's story. That's an incredible story. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And this was a German woman who had grown up uh, in the former Eastern Bloc uh, in communism uh, part of the world. And so just it was all very, very foreign to her, this whole concept of Christianity and, and, and love and, and uh, that, that Christ had, had died for her, you know. Um, and, and everything that we sing, especially in church choirs, um, just underscores that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it points to how important it is for, uh, for us to be singing the, the rich, the rich uh, choral music that, that comes out mm-hmm. of our, out of our tradition. Uh, you touched on Absolutely. this a little bit in, in your, in your first little story. Um, but what are, what are some of the benefits of choral singing, especially for uh, the preteen uh, fifth to eighth grade uh, age students? Well, I think first of all, uh, you're introducing them at that age, especially to the joy and the beauty of, of music you're connecting words to, to sounds um, that's something that really children start to discover early on but on another level when they enter sort of those those preteen years they can understand the sensation and the beauty of, of singing in parts for example and um, that's something that's harder to do with with very young children you're there you're just trying to expose them to to singing and singing praises to God and and um, uh, getting them to match pitch, for example, <laughs> when, when that's more challenging. When they're older, I think that that beauty um, and connection to sound is, is very, very important. And then that leads then to 
uh, a lot of social benefits. You know, they, they get to make friends. They're doing this together. They, they share performance experiences. They share experiences singing together in worship. Um, it's really teamwork. They're, they're working together for a common purpose. And uh, there are a lot of, I think, important social benefits, uh, especially for that age where kids are sort of starting to figure out who they are and, you know, they're, they're, the way they think is changing and they're starting to recognize outside influences that they might not have, have been affected with um, when they were younger. But certainly, you know, 10, 12, 13 years old, that's, that's starting to become much more common and they're aware of that. So, um, but I think then with kids who are really interested in singing, um, the focus and the discipline, this is something that I see a lot. Uh, these kids learn how to focus on a common purpose, a common goal, and that kind of focus and discipline to where they have to figure out how to get it right and we do things again and again and again and they discover new things in the music that carries over academically it carries over to how they learn to be good listeners it carries over to just a lot of things in life they're learning life skills by singing in a choir and uh, just yesterday i was actually reading a colleague sent me a list of how students who are involved in ensembles and especially the the all-state ensembles they're their average SAT and ACT scores are significantly higher than their average state SAT scores. And I thought that that was interesting because it's not just that smart kids are in ensembles. It's that they're learning skills in ensembles that are bleeding into other areas um, of their of their academics and of their social life and how they're adjusted and, and things like that. So I think those are really critical benefits. Um, that that I wish people would recognize more because music is being cut in schools a lot. So. Lots of great benefits for, yeah. especially for those mm-hmm. for middle school students. And mm-hmm. so let's get them singing yeah. now. And we're going to do that. Uh, you have the Sing at St. Paul Youth Choral Workshop coming up uh-huh. in March. Uh, right. Tell us, we have uh, just about, about two minutes. Tell us about that okay. and how we can get our fifth through eighth graders signed up for that. Yes, this is something that I started when I came, and we call it Sing at St. Paul, and it's a whole day-long workshop of singing at our school on campus. We're a boarding school, so we have a lot of facilities here. They come, they learn about five or six pieces, and I usually have three or four of my high school students come in as mentors, and we learn um, these songs, and at the end of the day, we do a performance for the parents, and it gets them kind of discovering the joy of singing. They meet new friends because we have students from all over. We usually have students from quite a few different states. This year it's held um, on Saturday, March 30th, and uh, we start at 9 o'clock with registration, and then there's a musical performance at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, yeah, we have some breaks. They get lunch. They get a T-shirt. It's just a really fun experience. I had one student leave last year. They said, can I come back as a mentor next year? She'd been in it for three years in a row, and uh, she's in another state. So, But, um, yeah, and it's $25 for the registration fee. That includes the T-shirt and the music and help paying for the accompanist and uh, the, the lunch and the snacks and things like that as well. And how, so, do, how do we register for this event? 
Uh, you can go online to www.splhs.org. That is our school website, and you can look under um, registration forms for that. Um, you can also email me at jmarsh at splhs.org, or you can call me. Um, there are registration forms online. They're also on Facebook, on our Facebook page, on our school web page. Um, I think that, I mean, I can give you my phone to sure, well, contact me at. Uh, yeah, it's 816-605-5173, and you can leave a message. If I'm teaching, obviously, uh, I'll just return your call. But uh, we have a really fun time, and the kids always seem to enjoy it. I'm excited because it gets kids singing, and it gets kids also introduced to our high school, which is a Lutheran high school. We're the only Lutheran boarding school left, actually, in the in the uh, country. And like you mentioned, a lot of people seem to be connected to the school here. So it's a fun way to reconnect and bring parents back, too. And even if, uh, if, even if you're not from the area and want to make a, a weekend out of it, um, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can get accommodations there as well. Is that you right? You can. We have a conference center here on campus, and those extra accommodations would cost a little bit more, but it's very, very reasonable. And we've had people come down from Minnesota and Illinois and places like that a lot of times. They will sort of make a weekend of it. It's fun for the kids to get away and to be on campus. And uh, so we really encourage that because they get to meet people from all over the state. Dr. Jaredy Baker-Marsh, Director of Music, St. Paul Lutheran High School, Concordia, Missouri, about the upcoming Sing at St. Paul Youth Choral Workshop coming up uh, March 30th. Now, you want to register by uh, March 18th to uh, to get that early bird pricing. Mm-hmm. So SPL, SPLHS.org is the website. Dr. Marsh, thanks so much for being our guest this morning on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Coming up next, uh, now that we've been singing for a little bit, we're going to... Let's go write a little bit. Yeah, let's meet some writers. Yeah. Some writers in Texas. You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.